Hi, listeners. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com with another podcast episode on the Dollars and Cents show. I'm going to be starting a series of podcasts called What Homeschool Groups Don't Know. That could hurt them. It's going to be six different, oh, you know, issues that I've come up with that homeschool group leaders really sometimes don't know much about. And, oh, it's not good that they don't know. They, this, this lack of information could really hurt them as they run their homeschool groups, whether it's nonprofit co-ops or support groups or even businesses. So I'm going to dive in with, with number one. I'm going to talk about nonprofit status. Now, most homeschool groups are nonprofit organizations. I do see more for-profit businesses cropping up, but let's talk about the majority of homeschool groups, which are nonprofits. Um, I think there's some confusion over what a nonprofit is. So here's what you need to know about nonprofit status. Basically, you're a nonprofit if you do two things, if you're organized as a nonprofit and if you operate like one. To be organized like a nonprofit, you need a board, you need bylaws, and you need um, a budget. No, you don't need. You need a board, you need bylaws, and you need some sort of document that your organizational document, articles of incorporation, if you form a nonprofit corporation, or uh, articles of association. So that's the first thing. To be a nonprofit, you have to be organized like one, and then you have to operate like one, which means basically you don't have a profit motive. You operate as a Nonprofit with no profit motive. And that just means that you don't distribute any of the leftover money to the board. You don't share it among the members. No. If there's money left over, it doesn't go into the pocket of anybody, even the founder. It stays in the organization for it to be used in the future. Now, it's really, really, really important to understand, and this is what most homeschool group leaders really don't know unless they've been hanging out at my website, Homeschool CPA, a lot or reading some of the books I wrote. But here is an important truth you need to know. Nonprofit status. Being a nonprofit is not the same thing as being tax exempt. Those are two different things. Here's, here's the lowdown. Okay. Nonprofit status is granted by your state, either by default because you're organized and operate like one, or because you went and got nonprofit corporation status in your state, made it kind of official. Uh, but tax-exempt status is granted by the Internal Revenue Service here in the United States, meaning you're tax-free. Just because you're nonprofit doesn't mean you automatically are tax-exempt. So I want to compare it to whom the best analogy I've come up with, and it's not perfect, is getting married. Okay, uh, your nonprofit status is sort of like a married couple. Okay, uh, marriage is conferred by the state. So, nonprofit status is like being that married couple. You're recognized by the state as a nonprofit, you're recognized by the state as being married. But tax benefits don't come from the state, they come from the IRS. Same thing with your homeschool group, your nonprofit homeschool group. You don't get tax benefits until you file a tax form and apply to get that tax exempt status. Okay, it's granted by the IRS. So I hope that helps. Like you get you get married at the state level, but you don't see the tax benefits of marriage until you file a tax form called married filing joint tax return. Same thing with a homeschool nonprofit. You can be nonprofit in your state if you're organized properly, but you don't get tax exempt status until you still go get it from the IRS. Now you may have heard that sometimes the IRS 
can grant you tax-exempt status without you even applying. That's kind of nice, but that's only in pretty, very pretty specific uh, situations. I'm going to give you three of them, three of them, when you can be automatically tax-exempt. And one is if a, you are a 501c3 eligible organization. 501c3s are charity, educational, and religious organizations. And you have annual gross revenues of $5,000 or less. That means basically the IRS is saying, if you're a charity and you're tiny, 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 $5,000 or less in annual gross revenues, you don't have to go through the paperwork of applying. You can just self-declare that you're tax-exempt. Because you're so tiny, they don't want to make you have to go through the paperwork of applying. Okay, so that's one situation where a nonprofit is automatically tax-exempt, doesn't have to go to the IRS and officially apply for tax-exempt status. The other one is if you're ministry of a church. Churches do not have to apply for tax-exempt status. They're granted automatically. So obviously if you're a ministry under a church, church meaning church, synagogue, or mosque, um, you, you do not have to apply for tax-exempt status. You get it automatically. And the other situation is uh, there are different types of 501c organizations. I mentioned 501c3. That's the most popular. That's the charity, religious organizations for educational organizations. So most homeschool co-ops fit under that. But sometimes our homeschool support groups might be 501c7s, and that's a social club, meaning you you uh, you you meet and greet more for social and recreational purposes, not necessarily for educational purposes. In 501c7 social clubs, which would be like our homeschool support groups, again, uh, self-declare tax-exempt status with the IRS. They don't have to go and apply for their tax-exempt status officially. Pretty nice, right? Okay. So, I know that might be a little confusing, and I'm trying to do these podcasts in short little bursts. So if you get confused about this, understand that there's a, there's you can more information over at homeschoolcpa.com, and you can read about this stuff. It's one thing to hear my voice saying it; it's another thing to read about it and and let it absorb in. Okay. So I've discussed that basically to be a nonprofit means you have to be organized with a board and bylaws and some organizing document like Articles of Incorporation or Articles of Association. And you need to operate without a profit motive. Okay? But nonprofit status is not the same as being tax-exempt in the eyes of the IRS. i got to tell you, though, listeners, dear listeners, that probably 80, 90, maybe even 95% of nonprofits go get tax-exempt status from the IRS. It's only very, very rare that you would be a nonprofit and not want to be tax free. <laughs> and this is this is a, a income tax. Um, still got to pay sometimes sales tax. Still sometimes have to pay um, employer taxes, Social Security, Medicare stuff like that. Okay, um, let me finish up with with one other bit of a thought here. If you're forming a homeschool organization, I want you to understand what your options are. Or if you're one and you've been operating for a while, I want you to know what your choices, what your options are of how to operate. Do you have to have nonprofit status? Well, no, but then that means you're owned by somebody and you're a for-profit. Okay. Do you have to have tax-exempt status? No, you don't have to, but if you're eligible, why not? You enjoy paying taxes? I sure don't. <laughs> okay, so here's your choices. 
Um, one would be to start your homeschool organization as a nonprofit and try to find a church to take you in, or a mosque, or a synagogue, underneath their umbrella. Do that. Woo, then you're set. You operate underneath their tax-exempt status. You don't have to go apply for it on your own. You could stay underneath that $5,000 threshold and not apply officially for tax-exempt status, just self-declare it. Or if you're a homeschool support group, more of a social club than, than educational, you can self-declare your tax-exempt status. Um, you could pay your taxes if you don't have tax-exempt status. That did not sound like a good option. I wouldn't recommend that one. So I'd recommend the last thing, which is go ahead and file to be tax-exempt. Okay. Uh, that's enough for this podcast. I'm going to tell you more about how to file to be tax-exempt in the next podcast episode. I'm just trying to keep these short and sweet. So I hope this was helpful to help you understand what nonprofit status is. Oh, let me let me tell you. One one thing I get asked. <laughs> it It's... Uh, uh, can nonprofits make a profit? And the truth of the matter is, yes, they can. Yes, nonprofits can make a profit. We call it a surplus in the nonprofit world instead of profit. A surplus. You certainly can. You certainly can make a profit. You can make a surplus. It just stays in your organization. It doesn't get distributed to other folks. So um, that's just one thing I want to let you know about. You can make a profit. So the word nonprofit isn't really a good title for for nonprofits, um, it really should be uh, no one gets to keep the profit <laughs> or not profit motivated would maybe be a better title for nonprofits, nonprofit motivated. Um, but hey, we're stuck with the title nonprofit, but you can make a profit, okay, and just keep it for your organization. Hey, I hope that was helpful. This is Carol Top, homeschoolcpa.com is my website. I've got plenty of books on these topics. Uh, one that you might be interested in is called The IRS and your homeschool organization where I talk a lot about this nonprofit corporation status stuff. I talk about tax exemption and um, some other things that might be helpful to you. So you might want to go check it out over at Homeschool CPA. Thanks for listening. Hope this was helpful. Homeschool leader, do you feel confused or overwhelmed by the job of running your homeschool group? You're not alone. Carol Top, the Homeschool CPA, is here to help. Carol is an accountant, author, and retired homeschool mom who understands you. Her website has helpful information on co-ops, paying workers, and managing the money in a homeschool group. If you need personalized advice, set up a consultation with Carol. She's happy to discuss your particular situation. Visit homeschoolcpa.com today and get the information you need to successfully run your homeschool group.